So when I do my crazy, ridiculous, nerdy laughter, yeah. I'll laugh like this. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> It's like that yeah. didn't sound any different when you leaned back, but it's a it good didn't. ab workout. Oh, so, yeah. I already did my ab workout this morning. Not doing more. Show off. It's only because I prepaid for these classes and they're about to expire. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. That's so LA. I know. Is it Class Pass? Mm hmm. Sponsor I- us. Just kidding. Hmm? No, but really sponsor us. I'm yes. mentioning them, so they'll sponsor Class Pass, us. I love you. I've gotten really good workouts in, and your deals are great. That's how this works, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you we wanna... say words and they sponsor us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to get started? Yes, I do. Um, hi, you guys. This is Banshees and Booze. I'm Tammy. And I'm Amy. And that's all we have to say. Goodbye. <laughs> I think we did not introduce the podcast last episode. Yeah. We were good about it the first two times. And then I think. Yeah. Should we start over? No, I liked oh, it. Okay, that was good. Oh, that was a good intro. Yeah, great. Well, the the point of the intro was that we said that this is a podcast and we named it. Yes, which we did not do last time. Yeah, we kept kept forgetting that we because I was have a drunk. Name. Yeah, that was a good episode, guys. This time I'm just buzzed, so it's okay. fine. Good, it's fine. Good. That's um, the goal. How are you doing, Amy? How's how's life? It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I mean, for those listening to the podcast, maybe it's only literally been a minute between episode three and four, but for us, it's been a really long time. Several months. Several months. I'm married. Yeah. I was engaged and now I'm married. I'm still great. in the middle of a divorce. Yep. That's going to last longer than you ever think it will, girl. <laughs> um, I think it's really good to have a job. So there's that. I might not. You know what? This is mm. why we're so good. Mm. Everything you have, I lack. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say when we were on the phone the other night? Focus on what you have. Yeah. I have Amy. And I have you. Oh, And we have lots of ghosts in our lives. We have so – Whether we like them or not. Many ghosts. I know. Um, I'm super excited for today's episode. I'm excited too. Um, so uh, today we decided we're going we're gonna to take it back. Take it back. Uh, and Amy and I are, like most people in L.A., transplants. Yup. Um, it's pretty – it's very exciting when you meet an L.A. native, like born and raised, because they're very proud of it. And I'm always like, why? What, is, <laughs> what did, did your you parents end up do? being born here? Yeah. Were they famous <laughs> people? Because – I don't know why you would be born in L.A. if you were not. It's probably work. In the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we decided that we would do a little research on our hometowns and uh, come with stories from, uh, you know, where we we come from, where we we were raised up. I honestly, I was like, I don't know if my hometown has any ghost stories. Mm -hmm. I will do the research and find out. And I found out. Yeah. I found out some pretty really fun stuff. And I also reached out to my family members to find out if they had any paranormal experiences living there. And um, I found out that everyone on my mom's side of the family sees ghosts. What? All of them. My mom, her sister, my aunt's children, so my nieces, and then my, me and my sister. So it's like a maternal side thing, which That's is really interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people know this, Amy is a lady. I am a lady. So? 
you're carrying on the tradition because you see ghosts oh. too. <laughs> She's like, why are you pointing that out? I'm like, I think I'm a lady the last time I checked. <laughs> well, you're married now, so you're someone's owned lady. So <laughs> you're and wife. <laughs> uh, I did not do that much. I did not yeah. do as much work as you did. I just oh. Googled. Oh, that's good, too. I Googled, too. Yeah, but, yeah. But I got really into it. I started, like, last week. So I was, like, really excited. And I'll probably um, end up talking too much about my town and not about the ghosts. So this make was, sure I get to it. This is uh, – I guess this is the episode where Amy makes me feel bad about all the work I didn't do because uh... – Okay, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I was an hour early on You accident. were, and you brought coffee. I brought coffee. Yes. <laughs> you are winning at life. Don't you, you doubt it for a second, okay? Thanks, Moon. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of uh, uh, keeping hydrated, Amy yep. made our drink this week. You want to talk about it? Yes. And now it's, um, I am from New Rochelle, New York, and I can't wait for my New Yorker <laughs> to come out during this. And I have a strange amount of hometown pride. I left New Rochelle as a child, but I moved back as an adult and I stayed there for a little while longer and I keep going. I go back a lot, at least once a year probably. Um, and I love my hometown and it is, um, uh, founded by French, uh, mm, Protestants. No, Huguenots. I was going to say Huguenots. Sorry. That's the word that I know comes after French. (laughs) Which are French Protestants. Um, in 1688 is when it was settled. So, uh, based off of the, they came from the town La Rochelle in France. And so we are New Rochelle and I've never met a French person in my life there. It's all Italians (laughs) and Irish. (laughs) It's a true immigrant town. It's just north of the Bronx. And, uh, yes. So I, I did a little twist since to honor my Italian heritage, mm. but to also honor the French heritage of New Rochelle's founders, I made the A. <laughs> <laughs> I made the uh, I made a Bulini. Clap, do you like it? Clap, clap, <laughs> clap. I haven't tasted it yet. I'll tell you if I like no, it. No, I meant do you like the name? No, I fucking love the I name. fucking love the name too. I it I made it up last night and I was like I got to get some peach liqueur first thing in the mm. morning. So at 9 a.m. I went to Gelson's, got me some liqueur. Oh. So here's uh to the Bulini. It is a uh, French champagne and uh, peach liqueur. And you know what? This time we didn't measure. We just eyeballed it because measuring has really not worked for us in oh, the past. Oh lord. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Finally. Finally, a drink that's not disgusting. That's we did delightful. it. We did it. That's delightful. You know Fourth what? Fourth tries a charm. The first one was not awful. No, the first one was actually pretty but good. But you know what the first one was? Raspberry and champagne? Yeah. We should oh, just make just champagne, champagne cocktails. cocktails. <laughs> See? Because we bougie. We bougie. Bougie. <laughs> I apologize. Um, pretty darn good. I pretty like darn good. it. So I actually learned a little bit. Uh, I thought that uh, Bellini was French, actually. I didn't realize it was Italian. It's form. It was made at a bar in Venice, Italy. So I thought, you know what? That is gosh darn perfect because I'm Italian. It is gosh darn perfect. Yeah. Italian girl growing up in French town um, with zero French people. I'm excited. Okay. Well, 
I, you started talking about New Rochelle. I'm fascinated. Would you like to learn about New Rochelle, I'd New York? I'd love to learn about New Rochelle, New York. How was that? Have a sip of your coffee. Oh. Let's talk about New Rochelle. Okay. Yeah, we're double fisting this morning. We are. <laughs> coffee and champagne. <laughs> oh, gosh. And just, I will not pretend like there is not Bailey's inside of my coffee. <laughs> my stomach is just acid on top of acid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had cold pizza this morning. Oh. So. It was hot last night. I made a soft scrambled egg on gluten-free toast with avocado. See, this is once again, Amy worked out. She had gluten-free toast. I'm having Bailey's on top of a cold pizza that I ate over the sink. We're all on our own journey, and we're, it's not a race. It's not a race. <laughs> oh, boy. But see, we that was me. Like five years ago. I know. When I met Amy, we just yeah. switched. We, we did. switched places. We swapped places. <laughs> That's all it was. So now you're living the life that I used to. And now I see this accomplished, scramble egg, eaten class pass bitch in front of me. And I say, someday, someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll call you the next time I'm just on the couch okay. weeping about how little I've accomplished in my life. Right. And Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Deal. Grass. Grass. Greener. Grass greener. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, we are going to talk a little bit then about my hometown of New Rochelle, New York. Uh, it is located um, in southeast New York State on the Long Island Sound. It's two miles north of the border of New York City. So for everyone who tells me that New Rochelle is upstate, I just want to repeat it's two miles north of the border of New York City. Yeah, but north is up, so. Yeah, but everyone who lives in the city is like, oh, so upstate? I'm like, no. Yeah. Do you know where the Bronx is? Just go a little past okay, it. But That's how, not fucking upstate. How much Albany's do I upstate. make fun of you for living in the valley? I'm like, ugh. <laughs> mm, the valley, huh? But it's still Los Angeles. Yeah, but I live in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I know. More pee where I live. <laughs> I just say Studio City, so it sounds kind of... No, I like that. I'm like, you know, like Studio City-ish. Mm-hmm. Ish. Uh, yeah, so do, do you, uh, the shoreline, wait, did I say that? Oh, there's a lot of shoreline in New Rochelle. Excuse me, I'm burping. Oh, champagne. <laughs> champagne cocktail. Mm. Uh, due to many irregularities in offshore islands, the actual length of the waterfront of New Rochelle is 9.3 miles. And the unusual coastline features have earned it the nickname, the Queen City of the Sound. Now, we all grew up as members of beach clubs around the Long Island Sound oh. and because they were all of the land around it is privately owned. There's no public beaches. So you have to pay like membership to be members of beach clubs. What? Yes. That's my understanding of it. So we were members of this. But growing up in the 80s, the Long Island Sound was absolutely disgusting. And a lot of times they closed the beach off because hypodermic uh, needles washed up on the shore. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, so it was that kind of a thing. Yeah, like rubber tires, just like all sorts of – it was garbage, garbage. Um, how we survived is beyond me. But now it's nice and cleaned up. It's looking good. Oh, good. Just went to a wedding there in December. Oh, my. Our beach club was called Davenport. Um, I mean, it yeah, sounds lovely. fancy. It sounds fancy. I grew up with zilch, zilcho dinero. Mm-hmm. No money. Me too. Yeah, I grew up pretty poor, um, but my parents did a good job of hiding it. You know, Mine except for the didn't. fact that they fought about money in front of us all the time. Well, you're supposed to fight in front of your kids because you're also supposed to make up in front of your kids. So they see that, like, not all marriages are perfect. Oh, my parents never made up in front of us. Okay. And then they just divorced. Oh, well, okay. So 
As of 2010, the uh, city's population uh, was 77,000. That's boring. Um, Amy. In, what? Amy. <laughs> I'll get to the ghost. Look, I love <laughs> But I can, I can see you with pigtails with, like, a poster board, and you're just, like, pointing at the facts. And it's kind of the cutest, and I kind oh. of love it. Are you picturing me as a child wearing pigtails? No. Oh, okay, because I had a mullet. A full mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I was the All forgotten right. middle no, child, no, no. you guys. Yeah. This, is, this is going back to our hometowns is actually going to just probably bring up a lot of therapy shit. Oh, I've, right? I've got I've got issues. I'm going to skip around a little bit. Um, New Rochelle was voted the 13th best city to live in in 2014. <laughs> Out of how many? <laughs> um, all of all, them? all cities. Oh, 550. Oh. Look at my look at my good journalism. So the first residents of this area were the Siwanoi Indians. Uh, um, they were a band of Algonquin speaking Lenape. I have looked up the pronunciation of these. Noise. Um, and then they sold their land to Thomas Pell. And in 1689, uh, it was an official Huguenot community. Uh, so this was settled by French Protestants in 1688. They were fleeing religious prosecution in France. And many of the settlers were artisans and craftsmen from the city of La Rochelle, France, thus influencing the choice of the name New Rochelle. Nouvelle Rochelle. And it attracted French uh, refugees until uh, 1760. And then in 1775, General George Washington stopped in New Rochelle on his way. Heard of him. To assume command of the Army of the United Colonies in Massachusetts. The British Army briefly occupied sections of New Rochelle in 1776. Following British victory in the Battle of White Plains, which is just north, uh, New Rochelle became... Uh, part of neutral ground for General George Washington to regroup his troops. That's important history because that's going to lead to some ghost shit later on. Oh, oh. I was going to say this wasn't in Hamilton, so I'm not interested. Oh, well, only the important parts were in Hamilton. I'll rewrite my own version. Uh, I will rewrite a rap historical Thank you. Broadway show Thank you. about New Rochelle, New York, <laughs> 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 and I will quote. Billy Joel's song, We Didn't Start the Fire. There's, a, I think, a line where he says, hypodermic on the shore. China's under martial law. Anyway. I believe you. I think he's talking about this, the Long Island sound and the needles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lots of immigrants started to come in the 19th century from Ireland and Germany, which makes sense because my mom's parents were Irish and German. Oh. My dad's was the Italians. I don't know anything about my family. Oh, yeah? I don't know a lot just about white. my mom's side because I don't know why. I just – and I was closer to them. I know a lot about the Italian side. I feel like Italians are just much more like – Well, you've got a very like Italian pro- name. And, yeah. Della Valle. Yeah. Yeah, Della Valle. Si, si, si. We still have uh, family living in Lake Como, Italy, which is where wow. we're northern Italian. That's why my skin is so white. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the 1930s, New Rochelle was the wealthiest city per capita in New York State and the third wealthiest city in the country. I'm like, damn, maybe I was secretly rich, but my parents decided to raise us poor. That's how you stay rich. So we appreciate. That's how you stay rich. You don't waste money on kids. Mm. Totally. Totally. Yep, and then you move them to Florida where it's really fucking cheap. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So uh, my cousin was the mayor of New Rochelle. (laughs) (laughs) So if you need anything, just come to me. I've got connections. Okay. Uh, If I need some hypodermic needles, I'll give you a call. (laughs) 
Um, yep. Uh, he named a, an official holiday in New Rochelle when my grandparents celebrated their 75th wedding anniversary. Um, yeah, it's that kind of a cute little thing. But it's a big city. It's an actual city, you know? It's just, I have to burp again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say I was a lady earlier? Did you say that? Do we have that on record? I, Is it? I don't think I've ever said that. I'm gonna. And now I know. That felt so fucking good. I feel like I've been holding that for like since I, since Thursday. I need, I need you to know about me. Nothing is funnier to me than burping or farting. I don't know what it is, but the expulsion of gases from a warm body mm. just gets me. It's fun. And I am not able to contain myself. I'm not right much now. of a burper. I'm not much of a I'm not Well, congratulations. The few times you do yeah. it, you're excellent. It must be because my legs are crossed. I'm I'm like cutting off air supplies. You guys, I'm ex- I'm explaining. This is what happened. This is science. I'm a lady. Okay. Okay. Anywho, I'm ready. Anywho. I'm here. 75th. Uh, yeah, 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 Got yeah. It. So that's my okay. time. So now you guys know a little bit about New Rochelle. It's an amazing place. Shout out to New Rochelle. I left when I was 10. I moved back at 18. I lived in Queens. I lived in New Rochelle over the course of the next few years. And New Rochelle is always going to be my home. So let's talk about the ghosts. Ghosts. So I... Uh, I totally, like, talked already, I think, in the first or second episode about a ghost that was in my house growing up. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, got his name wrong, though. Uh, <laughs> I said his name was George Shaw. I was playing with the Ouija oh, yeah. board. George S. It's Yeah, his name was George Shad, my sister reminded me. So, uh, yeah, so we grew up in a tiny little house on Inverness Road. I actually went on Google Maps. Wait, did you live on an Inverness Road? No, but... I'm going to talk about Inverness later. Shut up. Um, It was an old house built in the early 1900s as well. I played with a Ouija board. Stupid mistake. Found out there was a ghost in the house. Told my mom about it. She confirmed that, which was so stupid of her. Like, come on. Uh, She's like, yeah, that's, you know, the Ouija board spelled out George S. The name was George Shad and who uh, we bought the house from his family. Mm. He was an old man who died in the house. George Shad died in the house. Mm. And uh, so anyway, I'm blowing over that because I already talked about that story. Um, So I was always really afraid in that house. I was a very paranoid young lady and I still am. But as a kid, I was like abnormally paranoid. I was afraid of everything. And I was, like most kids, like always really afraid of uh, just being alone in the house. We were kind of – Oh, yeah. What's that phrase? Lat- latchkey, latchkey kids? kids. Latchkey yeah. kids. That was more a little bit older. But, you know, like we had keys to the house mm-hmm. and, you know, our parents worked. and Yeah, I um, would babysit when I was just way too young to babysit. Oh. Like I feel like I was like I was eight. ten years old when I first had my first yeah. paid babysitting job, and it was for like a one year old. Yeah, no, my well, the it fuck? was it was for my brother, so I get that. Oh uh, yeah, like he was like four, but like that's so I fucked know eight year olds. That's not okay. No, that's not okay. I was only scared. I would scare myself. Like I accidentally watched some unsolved mysteries when I was home by myself as a kid. Yeah. Ooh. Do not do that. Like, don't even do that today. I loved unsolved it is, mysteries. It is on Hulu, though. It is. It is. I heard it's Hulu. getting taken off. No. That's what someone told me. No, Robert Stack, no. I know. I heard that they're taking it away, but maybe that's a my dirty, mom, dirty lie. My mom texted me when Robert Stack died, and he, um, his like, he immemor- died? 
Yeah, a, a while ago. Oh. His in memoriam was on like the Oscars or whatever. And my mom literally texted me, Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> I was like, Thanks for knowing me, everyone. I really appreciate that. Um, so just knowing, I was just always, always had an unsettling feeling in this house, always. And I had a hard time sleeping and I was always afraid. So, um, I asked my, I reached out to my older sister for this and I said, hey, you know, when we lived on Inverness, I know that it was haunted by George, you know, and I always felt like not good in that that house. Um, Did you ever have any experiences? And I know that she had kind of told me this in the past, but um, there was a night and I didn't wake up during this, which is strange because our rooms, it was such a small house and our rooms were side by side, but she woke up. And saw a man standing in her doorway holding a gun. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I have to actually bring these texts up because... Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Amy is scrolling through her phone. I am scrolling through my phone. Danielle doesn't like to talk about ghost stuff. Okay. She saw a man with a gun. And she... Okay, sorry guys, sorry guys, we could edit this out. I should have had this. I'm not editing this out. Why? It's boring for. Okay. Oh, here we go, here we go. She said, um, the man walked by the doorway between our rooms, so her room and my room, and when I. This is Danielle's story. And when I lifted my head, he turned towards me. So I put my head back down, and then he kept walking away. When I felt it was safe, I belly crawled to mom's room, and she came back to my room with me, and I freaked her out so badly that she slept on my floor for the rest of the night. Wait, hold on, hold on. And they didn't wake you up? Nope. She was scared enough to be like, I'll sleep in your room with you, but Amy's on her fucking own. Story of my life. (laughs) Middle child, middle child, middle child. Did I mention on the second born out of three? (laughs) They were like, there's another child in this house? And Amy's fine, sleeping on her mattress on the floor. You know, they say if you're getting robbed, you should throw your purse one way and Mm -hmm. run the other. You're like the purse in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) And the robber's like, I don't want that. I want that mullet child. (laughs) This one's clearly uncared for. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. So then there was um, another incident where Danielle saw another apparition. And this was um, the, the ghost of a young black female. She said she seemed to be, like, under the age of, like, 15. She seemed to be young, like, her age, actually, at the time. Mm-hmm. And that she did not scare her at all. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Danielle said that she actually um, had a vacuum in her hand. Like, she was pushing a vacuum. And Danielle said, uh, maybe, maybe... Uh, George... Had yeah, a, had a had a maid or something like a maid or yeah. help, and she said, "I don't know um, if New York had slaves." I said, "Yes, they had slaves. Yeah. Um, slavery was abolished. We had slaves until 1827." Look at you schooling mm-hmm. everybody. I know. Man, she was like, "Oh, really?" See, I didn't. I did not know either. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Texas, so yeah. So it lasted a little past 1827. Like probably maybe. still do at some point. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? I think probably maybe George might have had the 
like a, mm-hmm. a helper yeah. or whatnot. But she said it was a very like positive energy, and she wasn't oh. afraid at all. The man with the gun, though, that fucking freaks me out. What the hell? And I asked her, I said, did it look like a shadow? No, it was a man holding a gun. And who I mean, looked that's at her. 911 time. That's 911 time for sure. I don't know. I need to talk to my mom and be like, did you investigate? Did you wake dad up? Like, because they were still married at the time. I'm like, or did you? <laughs> Not that my dad would have done anything. Yeah. Um, no, that's like a red flag. I was always the one that was like, here, I'm, I'm handling this situation. You know? Like, right. I, I was always the one that was like. Well, I'll yeah. go look at this. You know? I feel like it's one or the other. One parent's yeah. going to be like, I'll handle this. And mm-hmm. the other one's like, great, good night. Yep. I'm back to bed now. Um, so that's that's my own house. And, um, uh, yeah, the man with the gun. Uh, my Aunt Kathy uh, told me she lives in the neighboring town called Harrison – or Rye. She's actually more in Rye. And um, she – I hope her children aren't listening to this. They're adults, but she's like, I never told the kids this. But exclusive. But when we first um, to- like look viewed the house before we bought it, we went on like a tour of the house, and there was an uh, grant. The grandmother of the family living in the house at the time was there, and she kept following us around as we looked at all of the rooms. And when the girls ran, you know, when you're like looking at the house, you might buy you like pick out your bedroom Duh. as a kid. Like you got to get in there first. Room. Yeah. yeah. So they were doing that, and when the kids were running to all the different rooms the old the grandma that was currently residing there sat on the bottom or at the foot of the beds that were in the house at the time and just watched them and my aunt Kathy said that she still to this day now sees this old woman sitting at the foot of the kids beds yeah (laughs) and she goes she goes I mean I'm assuming she's dead now I'm like yeah or else you have an intruder who hasn't aged since 1993. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, you got this that woman's ghost, obviously, yeah. is there. Um, pretty darn cool. My family had a lot more ghost stories, but they didn't take place in New Rochelle. Oh, they okay. took place in other places. So I will save it for a rainy day. And, um, yeah, Danielle also told me that there was a, a ghost at Davenport, the beach club that I mentioned earlier. Mm. So um, the there's a big mansion on Davenport that's used as the, like, event space. You sure. can have weddings there. Yeah. And, um, you know, we used to have movie nights there and whatnot. So um, there's an annex that was built on that mansion back in, like, the 1900s, which was at, like a, like an attic almost, like – storage, extra space and stuff. And so those were converted into some cabanas, like beach cabanas. Um, and One of my favorite words, by the way. A cabana? Cabana. Yeah. Right. It's just fun to say. Yes. The Copacabana. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. We had little cabanas. They were tiny little rooms that you could just like change into your bathing suit and get your little s- float and stuff. And so anywho, so Danielle told me that there was um, – Her and my cousin, one of my cousins, they were, like, in the annex, and an old lady yelled at them. She said, get out of there, or get out of here. Sorry, I'm reading this in past tense. Um, She screamed at them to get out of there, and then they walked down the stairs to head out, and they got down one stair and turned around, and this lady was gone. No footsteps or anything. So they went back and searched around the cabanas areas, the annex, and nobody was there. And there's only one door, like one way in, one way out. So this woman that screamed at them to get the fuck out of there mm-hmm. um, vanished. I feel like I hope if I ever come back as a ghost, that's what I want my job to be. Yeah, just, just to be yelling. Get out of here. Just yelling at people. 
Mm, I don't know what I want my job to be as a ghost. I feel like I want it to be, and I specifically want it to be like, get out of here. Where do you want people to exit from? Like, do you want them to not be in, up in your own space? space. Right. Yeah. I get that, though. I mean, if you lived there, if like the Davenport Mansion was your home and the annex mm-hmm. was your favorite place to like hide out, as like, you know, I spend they, yeah, get the my out. living years dealing with people. Let me RIP, you know, yeah. like get yeah. out, get but, out. But also, like, if you crossed over, you can RIP, you know. I just think that those ghosts need a little nudging to be like, no, you get out. Well, I'll let you. Yeah. I'll let you. Okay. As a ghost, I just want to, um, like, um, be a protector. Like, I want to, like, save people from – I'm Not perfect. Me. Did you know how perfect I was, Tammy? Not me. <laughs> did I, I mention that workout that I did? I worked out. Uh, I made soft scrambled eggs on gluten-free toast, and I'm going to protect people when I'm a ghost. Chug this shampoo. <laughs> Burp I'm going like to Amy. I'm going to oh god if I could do another one of those burps I wouldn't be disappointed I'd feel me neither I'd feel outstanding I'd make it my ringtone <laughs> do people do that yeah okay In college frat boys Tammy <laughs> um I for the sake of time I'm not going to actually get into the the main ghost story I was going to tell but it doesn't have anything to do with me it's just the most haunted place in New Rochelle it's the Thomas Paine Cottage Thomas Paine was a Revolutionary War hero. Famils. And uh, he was given this land in 1784 uh, uh, to thank him for everything that he did uh, during the Revolutionary War. And this property that that the house was on was seized uh, from – during the war from Frédéric de Vaux, a British loyalist. And he was captured during the Battle of Mamaroneck and banished to Nova Scotia, Canada. The horror. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think they have good smoked salmon there, though. mm, They do. Nova Scotia loves Mm -hmm. salmon. I love smoked salmon. He lived there until his death in 1809, Thomas Paine did, and then his body was disinterred in 1819. Ew. Where'd they move him? Uh, Does it say? Great question. Nova Scotia, Canada. (laughs) So, of course, this place is freaking haunted. It's haunted by the family who the property was seized from, the British loyalists. Mm-hmm. And it's haunted, apparently, maybe by Thomas Paine. It's been a museum since 1910. And uh, this is my favorite. Uh, I'm not going to go into it because I want to save time. But basically, I, I went onto a website called newrochelletalk.com. And I found out that um, a ghost hunting, a paranormal investigation group from Queens led by Vincent Sinatra and his partner, Philip Orlando. God, I love New York Italians. Oh. That's, that's my town, baby. <laughs> Vin- Vincenzo Sinatra is what I'm calling him. Uh, so Sinatra and Orlando uh, had a late, held a late night investigation and they did – they had like one of those talk boxes. What are those called? Um, you know those – oh, Spirit Box. It has a specialized uh, radio frequency scanner that rapidly scans short-range frequencies. And have you ever seen that, like on Ghost Adventures and Look, stuff? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm only familiar with it um, from the comic book Ghost. <laughs> There's a comic book based on the movie with Patrick Swayze? <laughs> No. Okay. But because God, no. I wish there was. <laughs> no. It's, please, somebody. It's, please make that. You know what? We're literally recording this in the nerdist space. You're about to get kicked out. Why? Uh, oh, because I don't okay. know good comics. Yeah, it's oh, because there's a comic book shop. We're in a comic book shop. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Bellini. It smells, it smells 
like comics in here. <laughs> um, no, anyway, go okay. ahead. Okay. So, any who's it? Yeah, they, I've seen Patrick Swayze use it before, so I'm familiar. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, Sw- Patrick Swayze and uh, Vincent Sinatra, I almost said Frank, <laughs> uh, did this, <laughs> did this uh, whole investigation, and actually a ghost came through. And the the reporters from com were there, and they confirmed all the stuff. Some of the spirits spoke French. Oh my and God. another one said that it was afraid because there was a man in a red coat outside, and it didn't want to come out, and it made it very scared. And for, because it's a museum, they dress in the vintage Revolutionary War costumes. Ah. And so they actually explained to the ghost that this is just the manager of the museum, and he just does presentations, and he wears the... The, the red coat. So feel free to come out and haunt him. Aggressively. Yes. So attack him because yeah. obviously he's. Um, but I liked that they like helped them out and yeah. there was some really spooky shit. Um, they were trying to find Thomas Paine. He didn't really come through. Um, there was a ghost that was coming through and uh, Sinatra asked what color uniform he wore and he started listing colors red, blue, gray. And the spirit interrupted and said, Green. Is that scary? Green probably what it sounded like no i didn't it's, scare you no okay. it was scary the way you said it but my brain started going like the fuck was wearing green i'll tell you who the fuck was wearing green who the fuck was wearing green the fuck was who the fuck was wearing green was that frederick devoe the man whose property <gasps> this who owned this property and it was seized from him fought in the queen's rangers during the war it was a part of the this unit that devoe was captured the uniforms of the queen's rangers were green See, I believe that even more because I had never heard of that. I know. Isn't you it? know? Pretty so that cool. feels like some mm-hmm. like deep cut ghost knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sinatra asks the ghost, do you like how John takes care of the house? John is the manager who wears the red coat. Mm-hmm. And the spirit replied, mais oui. But of course. <laughs> um, and then when they were ending, this was in the attic, uh, the group, the paranormal investigated group said Goodbye. And the spirit said, bye. And then a few moments later, a second voice, a young boy's voice, said, bye-bye. And that's New Rochelle for you, ladies and gents. I'm terrified right now. I have chills. That was really scary. I have chills and I have heat rush on my arms. (laughs) You've got all the things. Oh, you got all the things. So, yeah, that was my hometown. Yeah. I learned so much. Right? Yeah. I'm so excited to learn about. Texas. Oh, great. Well, too you're bad. rich in history. Why? Because I didn't do research on my actual town. That's I, okay. I want to hear about anything. Paranormal. I just talked about paranormal stuff. So uh, That's kind of actually what I should have done. I mean, I'm not judging. I, I just, once again, Amy did more than me, and that's fine. No, no. We're just indifferent. It's because I talk too much, and that's... You know. uh, so... I'm from Texas. <laughs> Tammy right now is wearing an adorable <laughs> Texas t-shirt, too. Damn. It's a cowboy re- fighting a bull. And it's sexy. They don't fight the bulls. They're not what bull do, fighters. What do they do? He's wrestling it. Wrestling? Well, he's going he's gonna to take it down and tie it. Sorry, I'm looking at my own breasts. That's why it sounds so weird. They're hard to not look at, girlfriend. Thanks. Um, so uh, I'm from Texas. Um, I was born, I say to people, I, well, I say to normal people, I'm from Dallas. Mm -hmm. I say to people from Texas, I'm from Fort Worth. And I say to people from Fort Worth, I was born in white settlement. This is exactly what it sounds like. It is a suburb outside of Fort Worth. It is called white settlement. 
it knows itself. It is White Settlement. Is that the name of the town? It is the name of the town. It is official. We are our own town. We had a uh, school district uh, a couple of years ago, maybe 10 years ago at this point. Um, they had a vote to try to ta- change the name to West Settlement. Yeah, yeah, do that. Voted down. Oh. So. So your address would be da-da-da-da-da, this street, that street. White, White Settlement, Settlement, Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. To the point where they miss out on economic opportunities because places like Walmart mm-hmm. don't want on their website, here's our white settlement location. <laughs> like even Walmart's like, no thanks. <laughs> so let's oh, change it to West Settlement. Now, don't get me wrong. I would have voted against it too because it's way funnier to say you're from White Settlement than West Settlement. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, totally. Um, this is also the point where I say, um, hey – You've got a celebrity in your myths. You are staring into the face <laughs> of a little Miss White Settlement. Tiny Miss White oh, Settlement. Tiny. 1990s reigning tiny Miss White Settlement. Oh, so is you were in the house. You won by your size and your. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll share a picture. Oh because my I god! Was, Post it on the Instagram. I account. was pretty adorable. Oh my gosh! Um, so. I decided to do research into Fort Worth. So a lot of people, like, everybody knows Dallas. Um, Fort Worth and Dallas are, like, 30 miles apart from each other. So it's like the DFW Metroplex is kind of what we call it. You know, it's like the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Exactly, exactly. It's right in between. It's in Arlington. Great. It's all I know about Texas. Yep, there you go. That's all you need to know. Layovers. Um, So it's a great airport. Um, I researched haunted places in Fort Worth. And so there were actually a ton of them. Oh, I'll bet. I will bet. See, I didn't. I, I had no idea. I was like, I don't know. Is it an old city? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty old. Um, uh, so one of the places I looked into, which is a place that we used to go a lot when I was younger, like if we were going out, you know, um, was the Fort Worth Stockyards. So the Stockyards, they're – what they sound like. When the trains started coming through, um, it was a major stop where you could buy livestock and then ship it out further to the west, right? And so they have, like, um, places where, you know, there's big, um, uh, like, arenas where people will come and, and, and bid on cattle and, and buy them and, you know, take them out, you know. So there's lit, there's cowboys. There's It's a whole – it's what you think of when people think of Texas – people who don't live in Texas think of Texas. Uh, It's that. Uh, So I was like, this is great. This is give the people what they want, right? So the stockyards nowadays, it's kind of this like cutesy old school downtown area, right? So like, um, why would I give an example? People live all over the country. Uh, (laughs) I was going to give it like a local LA example, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. mm -hmm. Um, So the little downtown area, it's still all, like, adorable, like, cobblestone streets and stuff. But, um, you know, Texas, like, we, we got oil money, so it's also, like, nice and fancy and rich. But then it looks old and, like, oh. smells like leather, you know. Yeah, old money. Oh, yeah. And mm. so there's uh, there's all these, like, famous places. You can buy boots down there from, like, famous boot makers and stuff. And there's lots of, like, cute bars and stuff like that. And when I was little, we used to do um, – uh, there's this thing called the Cowtown 10K, which was famous. <laughs> I used to – This is the opposite of how I grew up. Okay. 
<laughs> also, I used to run 10Ks as a small child. What? And look at me now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was like 10, I think, when I ran the first one. Oh, I've never run ever. Yeah, my grandpa was a big runner. And wow. so I would run with him. Like, he Aww. and I. Yeah, it was kind of cute. The Cowtown 10K. Cowtown 10K. Um, and it would go, like, through that downtown area. That's yeah, so cute. It's really nice. That's adorable. Um, so that whole area is haunted. Um, like, lots of different places. and But I specifically uh, picked the most interesting one. Um, which is a uh, is now a bed and breakfast called Miss Molly's. Absolutely, never would book a bed and breakfast called Miss Molly's. Yeah, no. Um, bed and breakfasts freak me out I got, so bad. Oh well, get ready. I can't wait to hear about good golly Miss Molly. I am encouraging everyone to go to the official Miss Molly's website because it was built in approximately 1998. <laughs> It is the cutest website I've ever seen in my life. It's got like those like rotating images, you know. Oh, the website was made in yeah. 1990. I thought yeah. you meant the bed no, and breakfast. No, no. I'm like, the why website. is it haunted? The website. Oh, yes, yes. It's got like the rotating images and like the within screen scrolling. <laughs> and like I can clearly see where somebody like HTML typed in like the pink color that's in the background. Like it's so great. I love yes. it. So please go there. It's where I got most of my information. Awesome. So a little history of Miss. Molly's. Uh, located in the middle of the Fort Worth stockyards, Miss Molly's is the oldest bed and breakfast in Fort Worth. It was established as a boarding house in 1910, and back then it was called Palace Rooms. Um, then, during Prohibition, they ignored that, and it was called The Oasis, which is just not even <laughs> pretending like you're not serving booze there. And then in the 40s, it became a Bordello. I came across this word more times than I can count in my research of Miss Molly's. I don't think we say that anymore. What's a bordello? Ho house. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what? A what? A bordello. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. A bordello. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so uh, uh, from their website, Miss Molly's is just old enough to have caught a glimpse of the Wild West and all of the... And the time period of America's speakeasy and bordello days. I didn't know we had bordello days, but I guess we did. And I guess it was the 40s. Sweet. Apparently, some have decided to extend their stay. Mmm. Um, there, <laughs> there are seven themed rooms in the hotel, and they all have stories of paranormal activity. Oh, God. The cattleman's room and the cowboy room have some of the more famous sightings of apparitions. Um, and most of the sightings have involved the former quote unquote working girls from the hotel's days as a bordello. Um, now this information came from hauntedhouses.com and I copied it word for word because I want to live this person's life. They're having a great time writing this stuff. By the 1940s, the once high-class boarding house had sunk down several notches, becoming a bordello, sexually servicing cowboys others in town who were involved in the livestock business and perhaps more shadier people of the time. Some not-so-nice folks were entertained there with dire consequences for some of the women employed in this establishment. Exclamation point. <laughs> not-so-nice folks. Aww. When the Texas government finally stopped tolerating prostitution, the people involved here were probably busted. And the building was put back into the real estate market. New owners renovated and started the Fort Worth Star Cafe on the ground floor, which I've been to, by the way. Aw, it's very cute. 
um, and turned the upper stories into a bed and breakfast, both legal ways to make a living. <laughs> uh, so now you know. So oh, um, here's what has been seen there. Full-bodied apparitions, uh, including the entity of a young girl who is about eight or nine, who was perhaps a former tenant, or perhaps, oh wait, and also perhaps a victim of disease and or accident. Um, she shows up in the private rooms of the owners, like the owners live on site. Yeah. And she shows up there all the time. Um, one reporter stayed there and woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> God bless you, hauntedhouses.com. <laughs> hauntedhouses.com. To, to see an entity of an alluring blonde sitting on the edge of his bed, perhaps eyeing him seductively. He wishes. <laughs> Perhaps. One could never know. She wanted me. She wanted me bad. Um, they've got they got all the all the stuff. Cold spots, unexplained aromas, that kind of stuff. Um Ooh. here was one of my favorite things. Oh, there's lots of like uh doors you can't you know, just like a just like a movie where it's like I can't the door's stuck, I can't get it, and then somebody's just like, It's open. You know, <gasps> like that kind of stuff. Oh, I love that. Creepies. That always freaks me out. Oh, yeah. Um, here's my favorite one. A uh, housekeeper quit because she kept finding coins in rooms, even though there had been no guests in that room and she'd just finished cleaning. So she would clean the room, leave, and then come back in, and there'd be coins sitting out for her, which I think is polite. Oh, my gosh. That is really sweet. And also, ghosts can produce money. Yes, please. I'll move into that haunted house. Right? Mm. I mean, I feel like that's just like not everybody tips. No. A lot of people don't think to tip housekeeping. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I do that's polite. because I think I that's too. very sweet and coins because that's probably was substantial back when that ghost was alive. I do because I'm filthy and I apologize for it monetarily. <laughs> um, uh, so then I also there was a paranormal investigation group that went through and I wrote this down because hello. So TCU is a university nearby. Mm-hmm. They apparently have a paranormal activity class. No fair. How did I not know this? The fuck? Oh, right? Is there a cl- an adult education class Ooh, we can maybe. take? Maybe. We don't need a class. We don't need a class. We got this. But I'm just but saying. But also like, amazing. You, you go get fucking college credit for that. Oh, shit. Because it's science. Yeah, it's absolutely. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, because let's look they it up. said it like it, it was, it didn't just seem like a one off, like some professor that had tenure was like, I'm teaching this class, deal with it. Dude, it that's seems so like they do it a lot. Cool. I know. Oh, I, I wonder that. what other universities. That is a very well, freaking cool. You know, out here in California, like, I think it's UCLA. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we do they have a do. school They've who does got, a paranormal. Yeah, they do all their paranormal yeah. and like. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, let's go back to school. college credit. Let's do that because then we have an excuse not to work. I'm almost done paying off my student loans. I'd like to be done, actually. Thank you. Oh. So well, if, if we can go for free. I went to a very cheap conservatory for two years and <laughs> <laughs> my print modeling career paid for it <laughs> from the 90s. We'll also be posting pictures of that on the Instagram. We are? Yeah, okay. we are now. I, okay. w- I was, a, I was a, a baby beauty queen, and you were an adorable print model. I was. Let's yep. do it. And uh, look at us now. Um, okay, so that's Miss Molly's. <laughs> like, the whole of the stockyards is haunted. but mm. And then I wanted to talk about just, like, one other thing super quickly. Yes. Because I did not know about this. There's a fucking castle in Fort Worth. 
What? I'm sorry, what? Who Someone built it. There? Okay, great. Thanks for asking. Um, okay, so it is called the Castle of Heron Bay, the Lake Worth Castle, or Inverness. <laughs> That's why I freaked out. I know. Oh! Yes. What does Inverness mean? Why is this a popular name? Well, I know that it's in... It sounds British. It's Scottish. Mm. Yes. That was my second guess. Because <laughs> it's in the Outlander books. Whatever. God. Andy the Malcolm doesn't... Gladwell? I'm not sure what we're talking... Outliers. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish everyone could see my face right now. Can we... Please. No. Cut this no. stuff so that I sound smart. No. And oh, I refuse. Fine. Um so <laughs> this castle, Inverness, the Outliers Castle. Malcolm Gladwell built it in 1860. <laughs> um no, this is great though. Okay. It it was built in the 1860s. Yeah. This guy built it for his bride. Okay. So he huh. built it. He was like, girl, I love you. Let's get married. I'm gonna build you a castle. And it's like Romance is dead because that has not happened in a long time. Yeah, no. He built this castle so that they could get married that day, right? So they were going to get married at the castle on their wedding day, right? Mm -hmm. So they wake up and they're like, let's get married. Bitch was dead. (gasps) She was found floating in the lake. Oh! And no one knows if she got murdered or if she fell or if she jumped in there herself. Now this dude... Malcolm Gladwell. It's not Malcolm Gladwell, but let's call him Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm was like, oh, no, I built this whole castle to get married to this lady. I know I'll marry her sister. Oh, typical. Fucking men. Men Fuckin and men. their castles and their... Mm. And then, weirdly enough, this place is now super haunted. Oh, gee. Gosh. Oh, gee. So uh, one of the things people see shockingly, is a lady in a white dress running from the castle towards the lake. Duh. Oh, gosh. I think she commits suicide. Don't you think, also, like, if you're going to do it, I would do it in my wedding dress, too. Oh, so dramatic. November rain. Yeah. Mm. And then, like, make your turncoat sister peel that thing off of you and get married in it, right? <laughs> what a bitch. Wow. You know what? I I'm can't sorry. I'm, her sister was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm sorry I'm judging her because now now my brain immediately like is like, well maybe they were poor and Yeah, and that was probably the yep. middle sister who married him anyway. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I'm gonna be sending a text to Amy's sisters after this, just if I um blah 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 so yeah uh then also uh it it got won by someone in a high stakes game of poker in the 20s oh god God, i love texas um and then uh, within a year that guy uh committed suicide and uh it's now boarded Hmm. up the city owns it um and it's super spooky there's also a makeout point mm, i'll bet uh-huh and, and uh, then just as they're like climaxing and they're dry humping and make outs mm-hmm. the ghost appears yeah it's a scary one too this one's a hobo a hobo ghost a hobo ghost oh a hobo ghost <laughs> so, that would be worse well so this hobo ghost apparently a guy was making out and then started beating up his girlfriend and the hobo stepped in <gasps> got stabbed to death oh no and oh my he, gosh now he's like no one gets to make out Oh, dear. Yep. Oh, bless his little heart. Very sad. And then the very last thing was there's a part of the place called Hell's Gate. Uh, and apparently it was an outpost during the Civil War. And supposedly hundreds of men and a few women were hung from the tree just inside the gate. 
So there's a bunch of Confederate soldiers running around there. Oh, gosh. I don't have any more info. I found this on one place. Oof. But I was like, that's too interesting not to include. And, like, look, we were everyone was wondering, because I'm from Texas, I had to include Confederate soldiers in here. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's swimming. We'll get to – But they were hung Confederate solders, so. Oh, that oh so that's – that's good. Makes me feel better. That's good. That's yep. good. We like that. Um, so those were the most exciting haunted places in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Visit, y'all. You know what ghost I want to see sitting at the foot of my bed if I stayed at, at a haunted B&B hmm. in Texas? I want to see the ghost of James Dean's character in Giant. Have you ever seen that movie? I have seen that movie. He's just so, so cute. And he I just cute. love him so much. And I would just want to see him just sit in there and talk in his little... You mean a ghost that's like that? Or do you mean the literal literal ghost of James Dean in his wardrobe from Giant talking like he's that character whose name I can't remember in that movie? You know what? And Elizabeth Taylor, too. You know what? The whole movie. I just want it reenacted in my room. Just go to Texas, burp like you did before, and I guarantee you James Dean will show up. Will I fit right in if I just like burp in texas no ladies don't have things like that oh there's the ladies in texas are like ladies yeah obviously i'm sitting right here well i'm from motherfucking new rochelle (laughs) (laughs) we burp and we own it um that was really cool thanks i really really enjoyed that i don't know a lot about texas and i can't imagine since it's fucking humongous yeah it's like the history there must be it's like a country yeah we should go and investigate we should go stay at miss molly's done yeah my grandparents live in fort worth so they do Mm -hmm. oh cool that might be fun yeah might be fun soup's invited Uh, also i feel like my grandma i've never really talked to her about this but she's super into the paranormal (gasps) so i feel like she would be fun we could have sweet tea and i don't know what you guys do does sweet tea sound right you know what with vodka anything sounds right with vodka (laughs) but no it's bourbon 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 oh gee Ah. yeah 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 um real quick and we got to get moving um I will be visiting my sister in Charleston this year, Danielle. Mm. And I'm also – we just – Ithamar and I just booked a trip to New Orleans. And we're cool. – I actually did backbreaking research to find places that were not haunted. Guess what? There's none. There's, There's none. none. There's 100% none. We're airbnb it. And would it be weird if I just reached out to the owner and said, could you please tell me if any apparitions have been cited here? But you know what? The reviews were great. No one said anything. I'm just going to bring sage and crystals and I'm just going to go around and cleanse the place. And I'm I mean, so fucking luck. scared. I, the, we're not seeing any hotels because they're all haunted. Yeah, I know. All of them. I've been there before. I've been there too, but I was so drunk I didn't notice anything. But now I'm a lady who will be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's time to get to our guest. What do you think? Our we segment. Have a guest. Oh, um, she's a ghost. She is here. <laughs> She's um, been so politely quiet this whole time. Has, she has. She's been listening this whole time, and we love her so much. So for our, our Up Ghost and personal segment where we have a friend of the podcast um, come in and, and – or not come in, uh, write in or call us and give us a story, we're actually having our wonderful friend, Light in My Life, stand-up comedy, voiceover queen – Rachel McDowell, she's here because she has some great ghost stories, and she's going to share with us. 
Thanks Welcome, for coming, Rachel. Rachel. I'm so excited to be here, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sitting there and listening to all of our ridiculous stories. It was mostly nose breathing. I felt like my <laughs> nose wanted to be so loud because I have the headphones on and I would be laughing, which sometimes comes through your nose when you're trying not to make noise laughing. I saw you biting your fist when I said... Oh, the Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, I loved that. And that was really hard not to laugh because my head, what happened in my head was like, Malcolm Gladwell, the guy that does the thing that wrote the thing about David Goliath, wait, wait, and then as a ghost, it was like, oh no, that was just really dumb. He's dead. <laughs> He's a, a restaurateur. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love this. Yay. And I have to say that after, so we, I went to Amy's bachelorette party with Tammy. Weekend in La Jolla, California, and I came home and I, came, I had to stop ghost stories because the train ride home, I was so afraid, and I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to go to the bathroom, and I was too scared to get out of bed because of Amy's stories, uh-huh. and I still, I wake up like clockwork at 3 a.m. every morning, which we all know is the witching hour, uh-huh. to go to the bathroom, and I'm so afraid of your South Carolina boy. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh, still yeah. to this day? To this, every <gasps> night, and I just run into the bathroom, and I run back into bed. Oh my god! You know, I actually haven't told that story yet. I'm going to save it for one episode mm-hmm. where it works, but that story... Yeah. Scares the crap up. out of me. I can't wait. I and can't I don't wait. feel spooky in my house. Yeah. But that little boy oh, in his little South Carolina garb, I just feel like he's in my darkened living room <gasps> watching me pee. It's Rachel and I Rachel and I met on this bachelorette yeah. trip. And the first text message I ever received <laughs> from Rachel was, do you want me to leave this light on? Can I turn this light off at like 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Well, because also for this bachelorette trip, we had a psychic come in, the one that I've seen, mm-hmm. and she did a past life meditation for us, and she told it us a lot really of cool. – it was incredible. I don't think I believed in past lives until I did this. I never gave it one single second of a thought. And then doing this, I was like, holy fuck. It was amazing. So yeah. much happened. So many tears. So Amy was a basset hound I was and a... it made me sob. <laughs> And I was a dead lady. And then I cried hysterically. Oh, yeah. boy. Was that powerful. was intense. That was I was really a brothel powerful. owner. That's Basically, right. we party hard. Yes. <laughs> it was the best bachelorette party ever. It was amazing. But then our, our psychic, she told us a few stories of her own about, like, ghosts and stuff. And the ghosts that came through the, the yes. walls with the bag of puppies. And yes, while she was breastfeeding her. her daughter. Yes. yes. And then. Oh, great. I had forgotten about that. Thanks a lot, Welcome back. Guys. Welcome back. Rachel's me. the only one who had her own room. And she was like. Which was a score at the beginning of the weekend. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I don't have to share with anybody. This is great. Yeah. We mm-hmm. were like, well, you know, Casey and I have known each other since we were, like, 10. And yeah. you and Holly have a, you know. So we're like. And you were like, Casey and I always sleep in the same bed together. We do. Always. We always like, sleep in the same bed together um but oh, you that is how thing. i ended up there because you didn't want to sleep alone did you yeah. end up sleeping in the loft with tammy yeah. and holly with holly i slept in the bed oh. alone that's why she texted me tammy and i were all wind up she's like i'll sleep by myself yeah. I'm like really what about the ghost guy with the puppies i don't care i was like i'm drunk i love puppies it's like i'm drunk and i've never been so scared in my whole life Move over, holly. that's the point of the whole podcast is when you're fucking scared drink mm-hmm. you might not be less scared but you can just deal with it a little bit better but yeah that was a freaky that was that was a great it was freaky to hear the psychic stories about how you know all the stuff she's dealt with in life but yes. that was so fun uh, oh my god you that should was have so her fun. on this she'd be amazing <gasps> yes oh my god she'd be so scary texting oh. her right now and she's so she's, lovely she's in she's my lovely. phone as 
Amy's psychic. I do. I have a psychic. <laughs> well, I had her come to my house, and I was so afraid that I was like, oh, so first I had friends come over, and she did readings, and one had like, so she's, you know, if she's cleansing entities or something like that, and it's like, well, don't leave them here. Like, don't leave them at my address. And then I was so afraid, like, what is she going to see in my house? And she was like, I walked into your house. It was just love. <laughs> I felt so much love. So Chris and I always say that now. Like, this so house nice. is so full of love. It's like when you have, like, a cat sitter. You're like, come clean up the litter, but take it with you. Like, don't leave it here. <laughs> don't leave your yeah. cat crap here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, okay. Rachel has so many good stories. Yes. Uh, but I want to hear that one about the hotel. My haunted hotel. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. It's badass. Mm-hmm. So good. So I do stand up, as Amy said. And I used to live in San Francisco, so I'm now in Los Angeles. And I had to go to, it's called Placerville, California, which is Gold Rush. So it was like 1946. Is that the Gold Rush? The 49. 49 because the fighter. Yeah, yeah. 1849? 1849. Sorry. Okay. 1949 uh-huh. would be weird. Cut that. No. <laughs> See, that's my Malcolm Gladwell. Revenge. Yeah, that's your moment. <laughs> so 2049. Um, no, so 1849 was when this town was developed. So it's all old Gold Rush people. And I do the show and they give me a hotel room and I look up the hotel and it's a little boutique spot. It's super cute. Great. So I go and I'm late and I hate being late. I'm always very early. And it's raining in California, which never happens. And then every no one can drive. So I'm very frazzled. I have to get to the show. I get to the hotel. I pull up just to the front. It's like on the main drag in Placerville. And the doors open. And I have no spidey. At the time, I had no spidey sense. I'm gaining it now. But mm-hmm. I had no instincts, nothing. And I just, the doors like slid open automatically. And it was like, like a wave or a, a wind just went, my brain just went, fuck me, this place is haunted. Like, just like a matter of fact, read it in a book, holy crap. And I never experienced anything like that. So I go to the front desk, and the kid is like, what's your name? And I'm all frazzled, and I'm pulling out my stuff. And and I was like, and he's talking, he's being very nice. I'm like, hey, is this place haunted? And he goes, oh, yeah. I was like... Like A and E haunted. He's like, well, the Travel Channel's been here several times. <gasps> no. no. Yes. Oh hell yeah. <sighs> and it's like there's a piano in the lobby. Like I don't know what it was, but it was just all the ghosts, I guess, that said go home. And I'm a baby, as we've already said. Um, and but I don't have time. I don't have time to flip out. And then he's just giving me like the this is the hotel, and he's like, this is the oldest elevator this side of the Mississippi. People oh, okay. say that phrase, this side of the this Mississippi. This side of the Mississippi. Oh, we do. Well, in La Roche, where oh you? Yeah, you're the, New Rochelle. You're New the, Rochelle. She comes from. It's like Adelaide, though. It'll be close enough. The other side of the Mississippi. There's older oh. stuff there with your slaves. and Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Wow. So, so he takes That's me. I'm crazy. on the fourth floor, and he's like typing in his thing, and he's like, you're not even on the most haunted floor. I'm like, the most haunted floor. I was like, what's the most haunted floor? He's like, that's the second floor. You're on the fourth floor. But I have to go through the most haunted floor to get to my room. But I'm in a daze. Like, I'm just sort of like in a stupor, and I don't have time to be afraid. So he walks me into the oldest elevator this side of the Mississippi, puts me in, closes one of those gate doors. Ew. <laughs> no. No. And I, felt, no. I was like, oh, my God, I'm like in a ghost cage pretty much. Like, yeah. I'm trapped, uh-huh. and it's really slow. <laughs> my fear is the chum because they know when you're afraid. <laughs> So I'm so afraid, and I go – my eyes are watering just thinking about it. And I get out, and the hotel was – like, the hallways were worse than The Shining. All these old portraits everywhere. You're seeing just old, weird portraits. 
And the rooms didn't have room numbers. It just had a dead guy's name, like an old gold miner's name. What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? So I stayed in Lester Pilner's room. Fuck off, Lester. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, welcome. Thank you, Lester. We oh, showed yeah. Lester much respect. <laughs> we didn't want to fuck off Lester. Well, I'm on this side of the Don't Mississippi. Don't make Lester so. angry. <laughs> and I go in, and so the room is really scary. And again, I don't have time to be scared. And so I, in 30 seconds, I open my suitcase. I throw the stuff everywhere, and I'm trying to get ready. And I realize I've just walked into Lester's place, destroyed it. So I go into the middle of the room and I, I literally stand there and go, excuse me, um, <laughs> I'm here, I'm performing in a show, I'm running really late, I apologize, I did not mean to mess up the room, I will clean it up when I get back and I like try to scurry everything back in the suitcase. Now the room itself is terrifying, like there is the bed to an old TV, like a block TV that's really crappy, Not, I mean that's fine. But then there's these two chairs in this little alcove, and it's a darkened alcove, and these two chairs aren't facing the TV. They're straight up facing the bed, like where dead guys are going to watch me sleep. Oh. Yeah. Yo. And so uh, the chairs really wigged me out. The mirrors are milky. There's a portrait of a young Victorian age girl playing piano. Fuck no. Yep. No, wait. It gets worse. So she's lovely. She's playing piano, and a lynch mob is coming around the corner to get the girl. What? Yeah, this is the the motif. Women aren't allowed to create. (laughs) (laughs) This is a portrait hanging in your room? So I'm like, should I take that down? And I was like, well, then I don't want to upset anybody. So I I almost was like, if I have to stay here, I can't. I couldn't turn it around. But that almost opened the door for more creepy. Yes, Yes, yes. So I don't do that. I go to the show, and I'm at this point so anxious, and I thank God I did not know it was dark, and I parked right by a cemetery. The show's oh in this God. old mansion. This town sounds terrible. It's one of the most haunted towns ever. Like, after I looked it up, I was in the most haunted hotel in the most haunted place ever. Wow. Fact. <laughs> I don't know. Google fact. Yeah. We need to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should go. I'm going to not go, but you guys can Skype me there. Okay. And I'll go. <laughs> Warn us if there's anything behind us when we're Skyping. Uh, before I go to the show, though, I take all these pictures of the horrible chairs and the mirrors, and I post on Facebook, like, staying in a haunted hotel, should I stay or should I go? And then, of course, I lose. I have no reception when I go to the mansion. And I go to the mansion, I'm the feature act, and I'm always very charming and nice, and I'm meeting the booker, and I'm meeting the headliner, and at this point, though, I'm in such a frenzy, I'm straight up screaming, like, (laughs) (laughs) And I go to the headliner, like, are you staying in the hotel? And he immediately goes, no, I don't stay in haunted hotels. (laughs) Why did no one warn you? Why did no one warn me? Like, rude. You need to get that in your writer. Like, no (laughs) No haunted haunted hotels. hotels. Mm -hmm. That's just fair. You'd think that's just like common knowledge. You think it's common sense. I want white dahlias. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's creepy. (laughs) And no green M&Ms and only (laughs) non-haunted hotels. (laughs) So then they're having fun with me because I'm so afraid. And then they tell me like, well, this place is haunted too. So where we're performing in this old mansion right across from a freaking cemetery. And it's like, okay, um, and they tell me that it's haunted by a little boy and a little girl and a grandma, which I've seen online also. Mm. And they say, Mike, the bartender, who's this very good-looking man, they're like, Mike sees the little boy and one day (laughs) brought in a baseball and put it underneath the bar, okay? Then flash forward like three months, this is what they're telling me. This woman who just has psychic ability, she's just there having dinner, and she says to her waitress, she goes, who's Mike? (gasps) And the waitress is like, oh, Mike's our bartender. 
do you want to meet him? And she's like, yeah, could you go get him? And she brings Mike over and she goes, there's a little boy here that would like to thank you for the ball. Oh. <laughs> I have full body chills. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. We're having classic reaction. Right. Amy's freaking out and I'm mad. <laughs> I almost vomited. See, I'm <laughs> not. I get nauseous. Yeah, I get um, like I have to pee instantly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, oh, speaking of that, good segue. Every all the ghosts hang out in the ladies' room. Oh, perfect. We mentioned that in, I think one of the, like the last episode. Their bathrooms, the women's rooms, are always yeah. fucking haunted. Why? Yeah. I don't understand it. Because more we, ghosts we spend in so much time in there. I don't I get guess. it. It's and like you get confined, away from everybody. Yeah, they get yeah. a confined, quiet, private, windowless space where they can just like. Be, I, I don't get it. It's not safe There's to be a woman. So many, no, it's not. But mm. every fucking bath, woman's room is haunted. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Uh, Amy's wedding. Yep. Yeah. Women's restroom at my wedding haunted. venue haunted. Uh, uh, the Three Doll Cantina women's room haunted. haunted. Boardners, Boardners haunted. women's room haunted. Ew. It's really strange. Lowe's Burbank bathroom haunted. I will tell that story Lowe's. another day. We have Lowe's been like Home Depot Lowe's. This. Yes, <laughs> that's what I. Said I will too. get to it. We have been teasing this. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna. Find We're gonna out. get to it. We're gonna yeah. get to it. Um. So oh, so I'm flipping out. Yes. I can't pee, which as we've been here this morning, I, I, I we all like to pee a lot, and now I can't go to the bathroom. And it's do you either get drunk, yep. and, like as I yep. really only had to drive really like so I, so I Ubered, but so it was like do I drink a bunch of wine and just go back to the hotel and sleep, or do I stay sober drive two and a half hours back to San Francisco at two o'clock in the rainy morning, ma, so. And I can't see what Facebook is telling me to do. So I just I'm drinking just middle. I'm just getting a little buzzed, little little strong buzz. Both. And I have to perform, and you have to go through the backstage, which looks like a backstage with lots of costumes. I'm flipping out. So by the time I get on stage, which is like a white middle aged audience, which is my primary demographic, <laughs> I'm so afraid. Like this show should have been so easy for me. You should perform in White Settlement, Texas. Oh, they would love me. Yeah, they love they you. would love me. Mm-hmm. It done. It's like candy from a baby. Yep. Yeah. As soon as you said white settlement, I was like, I would do very well there. They would like me very much there. I have a white settlement face. (laughs) (laughs) A white settlement attitude. Uh (laughs) But uh, so I'm performing and I'm screaming. So I'm just doing my thing. But like as out of body, I kind of look at myself and I'm like, add another thing. Like screaming like Gilbert Godfrey. (laughs) And I'm dying. No one's laughing at me because my energy is so crazy. Wow. And it's a horrible set. And it's like 25 minutes of me screaming, why do you live here? (laughs) Are you aware that it's so haunted? And I'm just (laughs) electrified. Oh, and the kid at the counter told me, he was like, oh, by the way, there's no one here at the front desk. So make sure you don't forget your key because when you get here, nobody will be here. I've oh, run out God. of two hotels screaming in my life and both said that to me. And I was like, I can't stay in a hotel. Where there's no front desk attendant? Where there's no front desk. And he's like, here's my cell phone in case you need me. Yeah, if you get service. Right. Oh, my God. Ugh. So show's over. Back to the hotel. Get into the hotel. Run through the scary lobby. Do the stairs. Not going to do the creepy elevator. Like, boom, boom, boom. Up to the fourth floor. Um... And I, okay, so I get into Lester Pilner's room and I look at Facebook. Facebook has exploded. So Facebook is saying, like, all the women, interestingly, are like, definitely stay, Rachel. It'll be an adventure. And all the men are like, go. Fascinating. Yeah. And it's like, really? We were not Facebook friends at that point because I would have been like, I, don't I think we were. I was like, I'm going to Venmo you. 
to some go gas money, else. get out. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. mad. It was like, girls, you don't even go to Bed Bath & Beyond by yourself, and you're telling me <laughs> to stay in a haunted house by myself. Yeah. Rude. But so I still had my corporate job at the time, and they had excellent Wi-Fi, so I had to work in the morning. So I'm going to stay. And so I washed my face, and then I told you the mirrors are milky. No. Yeah. And so in the bathroom, what you see behind you is the two scary chairs. Jesus Christ. And I wash my face, which requires you to close your eyes. And oh it was God. like the scariest eight seconds of my life. Like, bad idea, Just bad idea, bad idea. Yeah. Just get soap in your eyes. <laughs> so by the time, like, my face is rinsed, I'm so afraid. And so I lay, I, like, I get ready for bed, fully dressed, bra on, workout pants, slip-on shoes by the door, luggage packed, ready for like, bed. Like you're about to pop a baby out at any yeah. second. You're, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're ready. Earthquake you are ready. ready. Earthquake, Earthquake ready. So... I stand in the middle of the room again. <laughs> so I could just picture like Lester coming to me at like two in the morning yeah, yeah. with his like gold miners. Here's lamp. my cell phone if you need me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, like a bright light shining at you and just it's his staring gold miners at me. lamp. Yes. That's yes, what I was so yes. afraid of. So I I stand in the middle of the room again and I say, like, excuse me, um, I'm going to stay because it's rainy and I have work to do in the morning. If that's not okay, please tell me now. And I wait and, like, nothing happens. So then I go to bed fully dressed, <laughs> slip on shoes by the door, luggage, lay in bed, pull the covers up, like, close my eyes. And I just remember being like, one, Mississippi, two, <laughs> Mississippi. And then I just opened my eyes, threw off the blanket, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know men are terrible communicators. Right. He wouldn't tell you what he wanted. He'd right. assume. Yeah. I find goosebumps. So I grabbed my luggage, which was good luggage, broke, I swear to God, at that exact moment. It was like a two-day kind of overnight bag. Breaks. Grab my computer bag, put it over, and just start booking. But before I leave, I decide to take pictures for Facebook. So I'm like in a fear run. I'm like, oh, and I take a picture of the chairs, and I take a picture of the mirrors, and the portrait, and all this stuff. And I just start running down the stairs, like, for my life. And I get to the <laughs> – I've never been so afraid in my whole life. And I get to the lobby, and I see the door, and it's like, oh, thank you, God. I'm almost, it's almost over. And I'm running toward the door, and I hear, like, <laughs> my, like, peripheral hearing, if that's a thing, like a creak, a door. And it's like, oh, fuck, it's over. So now it's happening. Everything – my body, I don't know what happened inside, but I just, like – went crazy so I pivot and turn and just start screaming like a movie like ah <laughs> screaming like oh my god <laughs> and what it was was like it was the bathroom door and it was just some drunk kid that was using the lobby bathroom so he's like coming out of the bathroom and, uh, and uh, he turns and sees me just open mouth <laughs> So I flip him out. He falls back, falls onto his ass into the bathroom. And I have, like, unleashed. Like, all the fear I've had all night is just flowing. And I just keep going, I'm so scared. (laughs) Like, I'm leaving. And I'm just irrationally screaming. And he, like, stumbles out. And I hear him say to himself, he's like, I'm never going to get to sleep tonight. And I was like, I know. And he like pointed, he's like, because of that. <laughs> and then I just ran out, ran to the car. 
and drove. It was the best drive I've ever had in my life. Oh my god! And it was terrifying. Oh, Rachel! I literally, oh, I see this like, is the best. I see like like you're in the car driving, <laughs> and you're just like still scared, and you're kind of laughing, and like credits are rolling. <laughs> I I listened to David Sedaris on that drive home, so I could laugh, and I just felt so safe oh. and so like. It was just the most terrified I'd ever been in my entire life. This is my new thing, though. I'm going to go station myself outside of bathrooms and wait for people to open the door and just scream at them. (laughs) (laughs) Like like the get out. Like, don't piss here. (laughs) Uh You know what? I'm going to live my death like I lived my life. (laughs) Henri and trying to get people to go away. Oh my God, Rachel! I it's love horrible. it. Oh, will you share those photos because oh, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. them? You posted them on Facebook back when I was still on Facebook. I think you were telling that like you were like some people have asked me about this and yeah. And, and no, I think are... it came up as an anniversary. You know when Facebook's yes. like remember four uh, years yes, ago? Yes, 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 it was. Like, yeah. Yes, I do. And the pictures are fucking creepy. And I think it was like five years ago. So my I don't know if I had an iPhone or a BlackBerry at the time, but the pictures look like they're I took it with like an old yeah like they're the, grainy the, yes. yeah they're very very scary and I think there is just that thing where you know you're supposed to get the fuck out yeah it you it's just that spidey sense you do have it because like I've been in places too where I was like nope I can't be here it's, yep. it's just such a dark like I know I'm not supposed to be here they don't but want me here they don't want you here well they, ghost people told me that probably because I didn't have any reasons was because I stood in the middle of the room and I showed Lester respect Yes. So they're yeah. like, that's pr- that's the best thing to do is just say like, I know I'm in your space. Sorry. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. I need to work. I need to be here so if we yeah. can know they're, they're cohabit or whatnot. And that wasn't even the ha- most haunted floor, right? What the fuck? I looked it up. And so like, it, it's haunted by like the old um, the guy that used to do the front desk, and he was a ladies' man. And he would, and so he got caught once flirting with the wrong lady, and a man stabbed <gasps> him and killed him. Holy and, shit. But so then I got, and then there are all these stories of women online where, like, so a fiance, like a, a engaged couple is there on vacation, and every time the boyfriend or fiance man would go to the bathroom, the woman would feel someone touching her hair or, like, I just got like someone patting the bed. I just got but scared. But then I got offended. Like, nobody hit on, not one ghost <laughs> grabbed my ass. There were tons of ass grabbing <laughs> stories. Like, I was like, well, am I not good enough for this 1849 asshole? Like, <laughs> It really did hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, we just have to go back and see whose ass gets grabbed. And dress up. You got to dress yeah, up. Yeah, I so shouldn't have worn workout yeah. clothes. That was the problem. You did say you washed your face. So. I did you wash. Took it. your face. No, off. game's okay. over you when took your the face, face is off. Um, so we're gonna save our haunt and hoax. I think for the next one because I I'm really love that. my haunter hoax. But oh, we get good. yeah, we'll yeah, save it's yours. Pretty ridiculous. Right. So, um, thank you, Rachel, so much. Oh, I love I the love podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so glad to have you on. Um, oh gosh, this was so fun. Well, shout out to Placer. New yeah. Rochelle and White Settlement. White Settlement. New Rochelle and Placerville. Mm-hmm. And Peggy. <laughs> and Lester Pilner. Pilner. God bless. All right. Thanks, guys. This was Banshees and Booze. And uh, please follow us on Instagram at uh, our handle is Banshees and Booze. And if you have any ghost stories of your own that you'd like to share, we are upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. That's right. Special thanks to Rachel McDowell. Do you have any handles you'd like to share? Uh, My website, rachelmcdowell.com. I'm all over Los Angeles now. And uh, uh, Instagram, Rachel A. McDowell. I follow her. Me too. 
Yeah, so for great. you guys too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All bye. Right. Bye-bye.